Hi everyone, Don here. Welcome to Friday Night Stripes. Before we dive into this week's topic, wanted to address uh, a little bit from last week when we were talking about scrimmages and for- scrimmage line and formations. Um, got a question in from uh, one of our listeners, Greg, um, asking to explain the difference between a legal motion and a legal shift. Um, something I should have covered when we were talking about uh, formations. Um, and, and it's easily confused, and uh, the, I'll, I'll explain how I think about it, and hopefully it'll help. Um, I'll start with a legal motion, because there's really only a couple things that can make, that, that qualifies a legal motion. Um, the first, uh, the, the, the most common illegal motion is when there are two men in motion, two or more players in motion. Um, if there are two or more players in motion, it's an illegal motion penalty. Um, the other one's a little more obscure, um, and it's not one I've ever seen on the field of play, and now that I've said that, I'm sure I'll have it three times this year. Um, it's if the man who's going in motion starts from a position on the line of scrimmage. If he starts on the line of scrimmage, then he has to step back establishes himself as a back by stepping back and stopping for at least a second and then going in motion or when he makes his motion he has to be five yards behind the line of scrimmage so you're talking about a person at that on the line of scrimmage stepping back and going five yards behind the line of scrimmage um, in order to make that not illegal motion. Those are really the only two illegal motion um, situations I can think of. Um, the when it comes to a legal shift, the 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 first instance of it is um, thinking that before every snap, all offensive players have to come to a stop for one second collectively. Okay, so all 11 players have to be stopped for at least a second, and then other stuff can happen. You can then have men in motion, things like that. But if you have a play where they break the huddle and they come to the line of scrimmage and one player is shifting around and never really ever gets settled, that's an illegal shift. If you have a play where um, they never huddle, they're, they're in a no-huddle offense. They all come to the line of scrimmage, and, and one of them never settles for a second. You have an illegal shift. If you get two men in motion and one stops, the other continues in motion, you have an illegal shift. Um, those, are, those are three of the situations I can think of as far as what constitutes an illegal shift. Um, hopefully that clarifies it and... Um, Thanks for uh, thanks for asking that question, Greg. Now uh, today we're going to go a little bit off away from the rule book um, for today's uh, short little session. Um, One to talk about preparation for the season. Um, we're here in the in in the middle of the summer. We're about probably six weeks away, eight weeks away from starting to see some of the uh, jamboree games and some games kicking off. Uh, especially here in Florida, so um, really starting to get start to get in the mindset of what we need to do in order to prepare for the season. Um, one of the things I'm doing, as as I've mentioned on previous episodes, is I'm heading up to the uh, Sioux Empire 
Football Officials Clinic. Um, it's being held uh, on June 24th and June 25th. So um, going to have a great time up there. If anybody else is going to that uh, clinic and, and uh, you hear this before then, please let me know. Um, if you hear this after that, after the clinic and you were there, let me know that as well. Um, would love to meet as many uh, people out there as I can. Um, going to try and do some quick little interviews while I'm at the clinic. Uh, we'll probably talk to Oren again um, and maybe some of the clinicians and some of the officials that are there. Um, so we'll, I'll, I'll put out that content um, over the next few weeks. Um, but that's uh, looking to do that while we're there. So, but the number one reason to be there is to improve. Um, trying to always get better, trying to uh, strive for that perfect game. Um, we, we all know that perfect game's impossible to get, but we can, we can strive to get as close as we can. Um, so my expectations of the clinic, um, one, I, 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 I just want feedback. I want to know what others are seeing that, that either I already kind of know that I need to improve on in the back of my mind or that I don't know at all. And that's usually the best one are, are, are the things you're not seeing yourself um, that somebody else can tell you. Because during the season, unless it's egregious, people usually aren't going to say anything. I, I know my that every official's got his own job. They're not looking at the other officials doing theirs um, for the most part. Um, one of the um, one of the feedback items I had got, I've gotten in the past, and and I I require others to tell me I can try and be cognizant of it is that I I, I move a little too much on the scrimmage when I'm one of the wings. Um, I, I I tend to dance uh, instead of just standing when the ball snapped, reading the play and moving. I tend to get myself in motion. In preparation for moving, um, I feel it makes me look busy, but I know that's the wrong thing. Uh, it, your eyes take in more things when you're not moving, so it's it's always great to be in place, absorb, and move. Um, so, my expectations of the clinic are to uh, get some feedback, um, to learn. There there are some sessions on scrimmage plays. There's some sessions on kicking. Um, there's going to be, uh, two different scrimmage times, um, for the two days we're out there. So really looking forward to what, uh, what we'll be learning out there and, and meeting people from all over the place. Um, down, down here in Florida, don't get to meet a, a, a lot of people from all over the place. So that's one of the reasons I'm going all the way to South Dakota is, is get out of the Southeast and, and go meet people outside of the area. So um, now back to the, the topic I wanted to cover today, which is um, goals for the season. And I haven't, I haven't cemented my goals down yet. Um, I'm still still thinking about it, and, and the clinic will provide some of that input. Um, when I look back to last season, um, goals were important, and, and one of the things, uh, I, I think I improved on a couple things. Um, I improved on officiating out of bounds. Uh, not, I'm not perfect yet, I know that. Um, I know that I'm a little slow to turn and watch the play. I'm not slow to turn and watch the players go out of bounds. I 
I tend to signal then look. I, I, I can't call it slow because that seem, that implies that I'm moving that direction. I tend to signal and look when I mess this up. Um, I've gotten to where I can pretty much follow the players out of bounds while signaling. Um, so I, I, I've gotten better at that. I, it needs to be improved. And one that's going to go on my goals for this year, and, and I've got to find a trick for it, is uh, numbers on fouls. I got better last year at it. I know I did. The previous year, maybe I had the number on three plays, um, on three calls. Last year I had it, I want to say, 75% of the time, which is pretty good. Um, want to get that higher, want to get it to, to 100% if I can. Um, I just did some uh, lacrosse over the weekend, and I had a couple fouls where I didn't have the numbers. So I know I've still got work to do on that. Um, but I know I also improved on it last year. So uh, my goals for the season, um, number one, my, my goal, my number one goal will be foul reporting. Um, I've talked about it on previous episodes. I've talked about how I want to be very um, specific in how I report the foul to the official. I want to go up. I want to say what the result of the play was. I want to say what the foul was, who the foul was on, and what I believe the enforcement will be. Um, and are there options for the coach that we need to be considering? Those are, I want to be very specific. I want to, I want to get into a rhythm where I'm doing the same exact thing every time. Because if you get into a rhythm where you're doing the same exact thing every time, it becomes a habit and then it becomes second nature. And then it just happens every time. Um, but it, it's certainly something that has to be consciously worked on first. Um, so that's the number one thing um, as a side to that, as a side goal with that is getting that number for the, the fouling player. Um, and then goal, my, my goal as a wing official, and I, it, in our association, we tend to, we don't always stick to the same position throughout the year. Um, there are sometimes we'll, we'll bounce around, but um, as a wing official, I want to, one, be conscious of my body movement um, at the snap, be conscious that I'm not standing there dancing, that I'm, I'm still and I'm looking through the play. Um, and tied a little into that is I also know that as the wing official, I don't consistently look through the receiver to the tackle and I'm not reading that tackle and what that tackle is doing real well. Um, I tend to feel the play out, feel if it's a if it's a run or a pass, and then turn my attention to the receiver if it's a pass, or to the ball carrier if it's a runner. If the run is going away from me, then I start looking at at um, blockers. But that's way too late. Um, one of my initial things at the snap has to be looking through to the tackle. Was there a hold initially? Um, it's not that I never do it. It's that I'm not consistently doing it. I know I'm not consistent with it. Um, and, and that's one I've got to get better at. Um, I think as a wing, that's the, that's the two things I'm going to concentrate on this year. Um, if I get those rock solid, maybe I'll add another one, but I think that's that, that'll be enough. Um, trying to make those, those 
second nature. Um, when I'm back judge, um, I'm not even going to talk about the 40, 25 clock because I think I've got the I've got the understanding of that. That's really it's not. I say it's not a concern and watch me mess it up. Um, it, it's not a concern. It, it, to me, it doesn't feel like a big deal. What I what I do know, I already am a little weak on when it comes to um, being a back judge is knowing for sure where my keys are on every play. Um, last year, if ever I was assigned back judge, I had to crack open the mechanics manual and find out, okay, who, where, where are my keys again? Um, and, and I was always looking for my keys. <laughs> um, it, it I, I now have it pretty, I have it down pretty well now, I, I believe. I, I believe it, um, I've got it ingrained in my mind as the outside receiver or receivers on the strong side, depending on how many receivers there are out there. Knowing that the wing official to that side only has the interior receiver. Um, I'm, that That's what I've got identified as my goal for back judge. I think that's low-hanging fruit. Um I think I'm going to try and pick up another goal as a back judge because I, I think I pretty much understand that one pretty well. Um, so I got to be thinking of other goals as back judge, um, what what to concentrate on. Um, what there are a couple things that, in addition to be that there there are things you know are weaknesses and you want to improve on. Um, on the other hand, there are things that I want to be the guy who knows these things. I want to be rock solid on a couple things so that if a situation comes up in a game regarding these two things, I know it cold. There's no doubt in my mind that I've got the right call. If a strange situation comes up, I know all the, the requisite rules and, and I can talk our crew through it. Um, and, and I think that the... The two things I want to be rock solid on understanding this year are the phase of the play. So is it the loose ball phase of the play? Is it a running phase of the play? Is it a kick? Um, so those are, uh, I'm sorry, kick is a loose ball. Um, so those are all things I want to be real solid on is understanding the phase of the play because phase of the play determines spot of the ball um, for enforcement spot. Um, and then the second thing I want to be real solid on are, um, all the kicking rules. Um, I think kicking, I think that may be ambitious, um, to be solid on it this year when I feel I was decent at it last year. It's hard to go from decent to an expert. Um, but I'm going, I'm going to really study the, the, the rule book over the next few weeks and try and be really rock solid on those. Um, and, and, and try and be a resource to the crew for that one. Um, that's, that's pretty much the, the, the th way I'm thinking through preparing for the season. It, it's, it's, a, it's a reflection of what did I improve on last year? Where did I get better? Um, and, and I had already done some things to try and get better on, on some items last year, including I, on, on my game card. I would write one goal per game card, and, and pretty much every game card had number on fouls on it. Um, and and that, that's a way to cement it before the game, in the pregame, 
what your goal for the game is. Um, I even verbalized it a couple times to the crew, just say, hey, this is my goal for this game. Um, the only person who would know if I <laughs> achieved that particular goal would be the referee. Um, and, and so in preparing for the season, reflecting on previous seasons, knowing what you improved on, reflecting on previous seasons, knowing what is still what are still some weaknesses and identifying those and identifying what specific items you want to improve on. Um, and it, it's, it's important to be specific and measurable on the goals you have for improving as an official. Um, it, and, and you want to be reasonable as well. You can't say get 100% of numbers on fouls because the first one you miss, you've missed your goal. It's got to be more get better at it, improve it. Um, and if, if you need to think about it as only miss one per game, that's, that's, a, that's a more specific, a more reasonable goal than 100% for the season. Um, that way, if you miss one during a game, you can be like, okay, going to get it next game. Let's go. So that's how I think about the, the goals um, for the season. And, and I've added that, that one piece of not only what do I want to improve on, but what do I want to be the expert on? Um, what do I would never want to be wrong on? Um, and that's, that's a little counter to what I was just saying about being reasonable. But I think it's, it's reasonable to say, on these specific things, I want to never get these wrong. I want to be rock solid on these. And that's a case of working through all the case plays um, of that. It's a case of reading the rules over and over, reading the mechanics. Um, the, the Facebook group, the NFHS Facebook group, um, football officials Facebook group, Brian Harrell has been putting out five to ten case plays a day. That man is a machine right now. Um, and just putting out a ton of case plays, got into some good discussions on some of them, um, and, and really look forward to, uh, to, to engaging in more of those as well. Um, I think that's it for today. Uh, keep, keeping it short, keeping it light, going to try and uh, expand these episodes as we get uh, closer to the season. Um, the goal for the season, during the season, will be to have what we call, a, what I'm going to call a drive-in pregame uh, episode. So that'll, that'll be released on um, probably Wednesday of every week will be the drive-in pregame episode, uh, maybe Thursday of every week. Um, and that the idea behind that will be play it on the way into your game. It'll have some tips on just general game management, and it'll have one specific topic every week that, that will help get your brain working on that specific topic, whether it's free kicks, scrimmage kicks, um, the line of scrimmage, um, timing and, and periods and things like that. I, I know I'm even going to have one specific one on overtime um, because it, it rarely happens, but when it does, you want to you make sure your brain's in the right place for that. So that's... Uh, Probably I'm going to aim to have the, one of those every week. I'm going to start preparing those now, actually, um, so that they're ready to go during the season. During the season, um, recording of episodes, I'm going to try and do one every week on uh, on the weekend and release it maybe Monday, Tuesday. Um, and it's going to be a reflection of the previous game. 
Um, and, and as and and what I want from you, the listener, is let 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 me know some items that happened in your games, and and I'll, I'll gladly go over those specific plays um, in that recap episode. So I'm aiming for two episodes a week uh, during the season. Uh, I'll only be recording one during the season. The pre the drive-in pregame will be recorded here during the summer. Um, but the, uh, the recap, the weekly recap will be recorded every week and I'd love to get feedback and input from everyone out there as far as what they're doing as well. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, and I look forward to possibly meeting some of you at the Sioux Empire, uh, football officials clinic and, um, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.